Welcome to the One Church Podcast. We're glad you could join us today for another epic message of grace. If you enjoyed today's word, please rate and review us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever you're listening. It helps others like you find our podcast. You can also find us on Instagram by following us at OneChurchVB or join the discussion on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash OneChurchVB. For more information about One Church, go to OneChurchVB.com. Now, for today's epic message of grace. Here at One Church, we believe your tithes should belong in your home church. If you feel led to give, tithes and offerings can be contributed online through the Venmo app, available both on Apple and Google. Just search for One Church VB to find us today. You are now about to experience a Rick Stone original. Please enjoy. Hey, One Church, it is Saturday night, and I am so glad you are here. If you haven't already, go ahead and drop some comments down below. If you want to share it, I encourage you to share it, tag some friends. Also, what's your favorite emoji? Drop it down in the comments. Let's see what, let's see what happens. Mine is a thumbs up, universally known. Everyone knows what this means. Good, okay, it's many different meanings. Or conversation over. People don't realize that. When you're texting, you do that. Conversation is pretty much over at that point, and you replied, so all is good. And you know what I'm talking about. But, all right, keep, you done? You done with emojis? All right, cool. So tonight we're gonna be talking about faith. Paul specifically talks about faith in Romans. We're gonna be reading in chapter four. Uh, but t- tonight, sometimes, I, w- I just wanna talk about faith and. Sometimes what faith, what faith meant to me before, it used to mean like an attitude adjustment is my faith or how my circumstances are going around me depend on my faith. And in all reality, that's not what it is. Our faith may affect those things. Our faith may affect our attitude, which it very much does. And we know because of our faith, things can happen but what, what is faith? What, what does that look like? What did it look like even in, in the Old Testament? Was God different on faith then? Was faith different when Abraham was in the game? What, I mean, because you know, we talk about, you hear from people that don't know that say, oh, the Old Testament God is the, the angry God, right? And the New Testament God, he's a lot nicer. It, it's, it's like, what if someone said that about, about you? Like, the morning Rick, He's awful. The afternoon, Rick, he's a little bit better. I mean, actually, that might be true. So bad illustration there. But what I'm, what I'm saying is God was the same. Whether you're reading the first verse or the last verse, God stays the same. He, no matter what your circumstances are, no matter where you're at, we know God is the same. So what Paul talks about this in Romans 4 about faith. And you know what? You need more faith. That could rub you the wrong way because you think, how, how do I get more faith? What is that? But we all, in all reality, we can all use more faith, right? We, sometimes we measure our faith day to day. To be honest, yesterday was a great day and I felt like my faith was really high because my circumstances were better. You know what I mean? And then today might have been a little rough and today my, my faith isn't as high. But that's not quite what it is, right? 
We look at faith and we try to measure it in our life based on uh, when's the last miracle that happened in our life or what, what's the last good day. And, and sometimes that, that's not because of our faith at all. But what our faith, faith is, and I'm, spoiler alert, our faith is our trust in God. It's not, oh, we're going through a rough time, so my faith must not be high enough. Or I'm feeling sick, or I'm going through these situations, or my relationship. Can faith affect those things? Of course it can, but we don't need to measure our faith on that. It's a relationship with God, and it's not this uh, graph that God keeps. And all right, are we doing? Because could you imagine if we did that with our friends? And, oh, well, what did our friends do today? What did what did we do yesterday? Mm, they're not living up to it, so they must not like me. That that means you probably should stay off Facebook. Probably is what that means if you're staring at that. Except for this, don't don't delete. Everyone's turning off now. It should be off Facebook. But what I'm saying is 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 that it's a relationship. God doesn't want a robot. He could have built robots. He could have just built it, but he made us a specific way. You are made specifically the way you were made so you can have a relationship with God. I have two kids at home and they are completely different. My boy Declan is a little bit older and he's more shy and mellow. And my daughter who's two, Paisley, is crazy. And she has more of my personality and my son has more of my wife's personality and I love them both, but I treat them different because they are different. So that's how God communicates with us. If he communicated with us the same way, it wouldn't be a relationship. It would just be a blanket. Here it is. And that's almost what the law was before. It's here's blank. Here's a blanket set of rules. This is what you wanted. Fulfill them. But Jesus came through and solidified that. And in all reality, if you read the Old Testament, that's God had a relationship with each one. If you could read the Old Testament through the eyes of grace and what God really has done, because we broke the covenant every time. Every covenant that was placed, we broke it. So God kept making a new covenant. With Abraham, there, there was a covenant and he messed it up too. But God gave him another chance. And the good thing was, is we can still say, Abraham was a man of faith. It wasn't just because he messed up all of a sudden. He's, he's not a believer and he's thrown to the wayside. God saw his heart, saw who he was, and, and Abraham stayed in relationship with him. So in Romans chapter 4, I'm going to read, read a little bit starting in verse 1. And this is Paul writing. This is what he says. What then shall we say that Abraham, our forefather, according to the flesh, has found? For if Abraham was justified by works, he has something to boast about, but not before God. For what does the scripture say? Abraham believed God, and it was credited to him as righteousness. His faith, his righteousness came from believing in God. It wasn't any action. His belief led to action, but so many times we put our action as our faith. No, because we trust in God, then our action comes. Because of how good God is, that is where our faith comes from. Sometimes we feel like we have to work up our faith. You know what I mean? And, and I'm not saying it's not wrong to put on a worship song or read your Bible because you're not feeling up to do those things. But remember, your faith is based on how good God is. Abraham saw what God was and he knew he was good and walked out. Something God hit me with a long time ago. 
the the scripture that says be still and know who I be still and know that I am God and it's be still and know that I am a good God is what God hit me with and when you realize he's good it helps you understand that I can have faith in God because if God was a bad God then we wouldn't want to have faith in him but he's good and he loves us and don't minimize good sometimes we think good is just not being bad you know what I mean we think good is just all right I didn't do anything wrong today so I'm good God's goodness is not that because that's diminishing it what God's goodness is is sending his son to the cross to die for our sins that is God's goodness that is something we can place our faith in and our trust in it's not this mediocre it's God's goodness is he gave everything to us because he loved us he didn't do it because he wanted to show that i that you're you're doing it all wrong which yes we were but he wanted to have a relationship with you and out of that the trust begins he even put himself out there before we ever could it's his goodness it's a relationship it's not for us, sometimes we are, what have you done for me lately? But when we see what God has already done for us, we realize, man, I, I love my good God, so that is how I walk in faith. If I understand God is good, I can walk in faith a lot easier. If I understand what Abraham did was he knew, had a relationship with God and trusted God, and God said, go, go here, he had no idea what was going to happen. He didn't know all the things that were going to happen. And it led to action. It led to action. So our faith leads us to action. Our action isn't necessarily the faith, but the action is the result of our faith because of the relationship we have. Because God's grace was poured out on the cross, on this, on this side of the cross, we're able to walk in faith. Can I tell you right now, yes, we need more faith, but what is that? It's understanding who God is, and that brings faith. That is how we walk out. We need, we need to stop measuring ourselves to others and just what is our relationship with God. We need to stop beating ourselves up because we didn't have enough faith because something didn't go right. Because the thing is, is if something doesn't go right, all right, God is in it somewhere, and we're going to let God lead us. Hey, oh, I really wanted this direction. I wanted this job. I wanted it so bad, and it fell through. I must not have had enough faith. Or because you were walking in faith, God closed the door for you so some, you can go a different direction. Or maybe that big decision, that, that, that huge decision that you made that you prayed about and all that, and it, you thought you were going the right way, but maybe God just directed you in the right way. And the thing is, is that's not saying God won't reward you for stepping out. But it's a relationship thing. Do you trust God? That's the bottom line. Do I trust God? Did, did I pray about this thing? Did God say step out in faith and do it? All right, because I have that relationship, I can step out in faith. And that's what Abraham did. And it was credited to him as righteousness because he believed. That's what it is. We think righteousness is I'm high and mighty and I'm better than no one else. What it's saying here is Abraham believed, so he was righteous. So when I make a decision for Jesus, that declares me righteous. I'm in right standing with God. That is how we look at faith, is in do I trust God? Not did I pray enough, 
Did I read enough? Did I do all this? Do I trust God? All that will come. Do I understand God's grace and what he did for me? All of that other stuff. The byproduct is the action. Is my focus on him? Is in here focused on him? And sometimes we mess up and it's not. It's not like we fall out of it and and we can't be redeemed. That's why Jesus went to the cross. We aren't good enough. Spoiler alert, we aren't. We mess up. We don't do things right. We fly off the handle sometimes and get upset because what we were praying for didn't come true. And we jump out of, out of who we are sometimes. And that's okay because once we get our, our minds back on Jesus and we get our minds back on who God is and how good he is, everything is back aligned. God doesn't walk away. We may have walked away, but he's still standing right there. And I love Abraham's faith. And I'm going to continue. This, this is in verse 4. Now to the one who works, his wage is not credited as favor, but as what he is due. If I go to work and do my job I'm, and I get paid, that's what I get paid for, right? I, I, like, that's it. That's the agreement, right? Oh, I deserve more. Well, we signed a contract. This is what you get paid for. If you go above and beyond, then okay. But sometimes we think just doing something. I, I remember this comedian that, that talked about, like, you take care of your kids so you think you deserve a round of applause. That's what you're supposed to do, like, right? Like you're just doing what you're supposed to do. But, but now to, but this is the thing, it's not, it's not about works, this is continuing. But to the one who does not work, but believes in him who is ju- justifies the ungodly by his faith, by his faith, that's belief in God, is credited as righteousness, just as David also speaks of the blessing on the man whom God credits righteousness apart from works. So when I have my faith, it's not works. That's what they're saying. It's not what I'm doing that makes me righteous. It's my belief in who God is. If it's my belief in Rick, that's kind of arrogance, right? If it's a belief in how good I am, you might want to be careful because that's, that, that's, that's not, not the way to go. That's the opposite of what God's saying. It's our belief in Him. So now I can do this. Should you share miracles and what God's done in your life? Of course you should. Oh, look what God... But where does the credit lie? It's at God's feet. We can't boast about our salvation, right? We can't say, hey, look, I got saved because of my good works. We can boast in Jesus. We can boast in how much Jesus loves us and how much God loves us. That's what we get to boast in. And guess what? When we fall, if, we, if I was boasting about how good Rick is and how good I am, once I fall, you're going to be like, ah, you're real good, right? But if I boast in how good Jesus is and I fall and I mess up, I can still boast in how good Jesus is because he didn't leave me. He's still there. When we boast in grace and what he's poured out on the cross for us, there's no, there's no room for my arrogance. There's no room about it. I remember God spoke to me very clearly years ago, early on in my my ministry, is that I don't have to be all about myself because God is all about me. Would you rather have your own back or would you rather have God having your back and paving a way forward? Because that's what God does. It's a relationship. He's showing Abraham had this relationship with God and he trusted God. So it was out of his faith the works came. I, I like this verse in Hebrews. It says, And without faith, it is impossible to please, to please him, referring to God. 
For he who comes to God must believe, and he is, and he is a rewarder. I know I'm messing up here. He is a rewarder of those who seek him. If you really break this verse down, it's very simple. You can't please God if you don't believe in him, right? Like, it's pretty straight, but it's our belief in him, and he rewards us for just believing in him. Do Do you get how easy that is? Faith is, I think faith, we make it look like it's going to be like this scene in a movie, this miraculous thing, but it's God that did the miraculous on the cross, and then he rewards us by just believing in him. So wherever you're at in your walk, we can believe in him, right? We can trust in him. We can stop trying to figure every detail out and how every single scenario is going to work out and just believe in him, right? I think that's a lot easier than trying to say, I need to go read more. This week, I'm going to listen to no secular music and only listen to this and only do that. And I'm not, I'm going to push everyone away and go in my prayer closet 12 hours a day. I'm not saying God can't speak that to you and have you do that. I'm not saying those things are bad. But what I'm saying is we need to stop complicating faith and just realize we just need to trust God. And then you'll see the byproduct of what happens. Because he says it right here, we believe in him and he rewards us when we seek him. And when you believe him, you will seek him. When you trust him and you have all faith in him, when something's going right or something's going wrong, you're already there with him. And I think that's the beautiful thing. And with that, with our faith, I'm just gonna put it in order. God's grace was poured out on the cross so we can have faith in him. And then the obedience comes. Then that just comes naturally. That's out of a relationship. You can't just put all the obedience before the grace because the grace already happened. That It's impossible to try to go out and say, I'm going to follow all this without having God's grace. It's impossible because he already, he already poured everything out on the cross. So if we look at and see how good God's grace is, then all, I want to obey him. If I'm Abraham, I want to go out and, and lead me to where you are. I want to do all these things because of how good he is. It would make no sense not to, right? And of course, we're humans. Plenty of times I, I haven't listened. And that's where God's grace still supplies. It doesn't just stop at the cross. It continues. I was, I was thinking about this, about marriage. And when, when you get married... When, I'm, when I was trying to get my wife Grace, I was pulling all the works. I had no money, so I just had to have a really good personality. The looks weren't there, the money wasn't there, so I had to have a really good personality and do everything else very cheap. But I did certain things, and, and, and I did all this, and then, of course, somewhere in marriage, we'd, we kind of lose that a little bit, hopefully not, and we have to remember what is the reason why I got them. See, God doesn't forget why he brought you in. It was his grace that brought you in. So why would he stop pouring out his grace in our life? Why would he stop doing that? He's not, he's not a human. He's not Rick Stone that messes up and, and forgets why. It's his grace continues throughout it. So if you have to go back and remember his grace to have the faith, to do the obedience, that's okay. Because that's the cycle pretty much is His grace was poured out on the cross. I believe you're a good God. I believe that Jesus went to the cross for my sins. I believe you are who you say you are. 
I want to obey. Do you get, I, I hope you understand that, that it's not the obedience first. The people that say, I'll, I'll get struck down if I walk into church. I, I, I live too bad of a life. You don't know what I've done. There is plenty. I, I could sit down right now and tell you stories about why I shouldn't be in heaven. And plenty, plenty of them. And you will laugh at me. And some of them, you'll probably be like, Rick, you were very stupid at one point in your life. And you need to get your act together. And I, I don't think you're making it to heaven. But thank God for his grace. Thank God for who he is. Because it's not about that. He wiped it clean at the cross. And he forgets it. So whether you've been a Christian forever or tonight you're watching this for, for the first time or maybe you've heard about Jesus and you haven't fully understand, you're like, you know, I want to make that decision. That's where your faith comes in. It's just saying, yes, that's faith. Yes, God. <laughs> it's that simple. And, and I, I, don't want, I don't want you to make it sound like it's not a huge thing because it is a big deal. That's, a, that's amazing when you can trust God. But it's a lot more simpler. You know, you get what I'm saying? It's a... It's a very simple action, but huge results. And, and the cool thing is if you say yes to Jesus, all of heaven erupts. I know we get excited at, at one church when someone makes a decision for Jesus. We get excited because we were in that position where we didn't know at one time and we had to make that decision for Jesus. We had to make that decision. So it's not a, it's not a charity case for you. It's, I know that feeling. I know what it's like to, to accept Jesus. And each day we get to make that decision to say, yes, God, in, in decisions that we make. So if you've never had a relationship with God, or maybe, maybe you once did and you didn't fully understand his grace, I wanna encourage you to make that decision today. This is not about joining a church. It's about joining the church. You understand, it's the, the church, Jesus's church. And, and understanding that no matter what you've done in your past, no matter where you're at right now, you can say, I, I trust in him. And I, and I guarantee you, if you're listening to this, that you know the feeling that you're having right now, that, that God absolutely loves you. And all he wants you to do is believe in him. You may not even fully understand or, or necessarily agree with every single thing in the Bible right this moment, but he wants to have a relationship with you and that's the starting point. And that's the faith that pleases God. We have an opportunity to please God. So if you wanna make that decision, I'm gonna pray a prayer. And if you wanna drop a comment, or if you wanna private message us, that's fine too. We'll get a hold of you and, and we wanna walk you through this Christian life and what it is, but I promise you it's the best decision you'll ever make in your life. So I'm gonna pray. God, we thank you that you made it so easy for us to come in to your kingdom. You made it so easy by pouring out your grace and love on the cross. And tonight we accept your love and we say yes to you. And, and Father, we know out of that comes everything else, but it starts with your grace and us saying yes is our faith. And we thank you for all that. We believe Jesus died on the cross for our sins and he is our savior in the name of Jesus. Amen. One Church, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Drop a comment. No more emojis. You need to stop it. No more emojis. But we will see you next week. We love you. Have a good night. 
Thank you for joining us for another epic message of grace. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever you listen so others can find us too. We'll be back next week with another incredible message. Until then, follow us on Instagram or Facebook at OneChurchVB or find out more information about One Church at OneChurchVB.com. Have a great week.